three of Nonprofit Video Comms. This is the podcast to help your nonprofit be seen, get funded, and be more helpful using video. My name is David. You might hear birds and trees and wind in the background for this episode, and that's because I am recording from somewhere else today. I think I like this. I should probably, when I get back to uh, my home recording space, add in artificial bird sounds. I like this very much. Moving along, who should and who should not make videos? I'll give you a couple reasons for who should do it, and I'll give you a couple reasons for who should not. But before I do, let's quickly talk about um, the drawbacks of video. So videos aren't for everyone. Even as the video guy, I would not tell everyone, you got to do video. I don't think it's urgent. I don't think it's going to do much if there's no strong reason or message or position or general usefulness, unless you just want to do it for fun or for entertainment, which I, I think is probably not a good use of time when you're a nonprofit with uh, squeezed for time and resources. Videos won't solve everything. And that's okay because we have kind of everything these days, don't we? We can blog, we can drag and drop a website in a couple hours. We have hundreds of options of social media platforms. Uh, we still have traditional media, such as print, uh, radio, TV. We have word of mouth. We have events. We have education, like seminars, workshops. It's a very rich mix of all kinds of media. And some can be combined, and some you might just want to stick with one or two. It, it's just, there's no good answer. So video isn't for everyone. Video doesn't have to be a huge priority. And let's quickly talk about who should consider using video. And now, remember, the type of video that I am preaching about on this show is specifically do-it-yourself, homemade simple, clear, helpful. We're not talking about brand videos and we're not talking about commercials or TV shows. We're just talking about um, YouTube style, Instagram, Facebook, that kind of thing. So two reasons for using video and who should consider using video. You have a people-oriented service. You have a service that is very social so maybe you have a uh, skills or education upgrade program where you have classrooms, whether they're virtual or in-person, doesn't matter. They, have, they involve people directly. You have uh, an organization that seems to have a lot of social interaction. Maybe that's um, community gardening, or maybe that's... Uh, something health and exercise related. 
maybe that's um, some type of, type of arts and culture thing. And if this is all very people-oriented and very social, there's a, a lot of opportunity for filming that. And when you film that and you bring that to your online and digital environment, your digital ecosystem, you are showing the experience. You are helping viewers imagine the experience. It's a very uh, visceral way of injecting the experience of your nonprofit into a viewer's mind. So this would help them to join your program, to see what it's like and, and be more informed when they're making a decision to register, or able to recommend you and refer you and uh, send that type of footage along to someone else. The two reasons you should not do video. The first reason might be that your communications and marketing are going well the way it is, and you are you have a, a repeatable, strong system to raise awareness, stay visible, stay connected, and curate and facilitate a good online community. Maybe you're also just interested in other media. You generally just play to your strengths and you know you know what works and you know how to uh, repeat that. So I would say don't bother <laughs> adding a new thing. Another reason that you might not want to do video is that you just don't have the people or the the voices for it. Some nonprofits are run by one or two people. I mean, operated by one or two people. And um, maybe you just uh, either don't have the uh, the ability or the interest to get on camera, or maybe you have a very private, uh, sensitive mission, and you you your thing is to protect your clients. In which case, I uh, I hope that you have a very good sort of text-based communication. Um, another example might be that you tend to rely on referrals. Um, some agencies, some nonprofits, some organizations uh, operate this way. Um, you know who you are, and there's just no reason or benefit for having video. So once again. The main reasons that you would consider video is that you have a very people-oriented service, maybe a very social uh, sort of interactive service that you want to bring uh, that experience online through video. Help people imagine themselves working with you and uh, make their decision easier to join you or to donate. And a reason that you would not is that uh, your comms is going very well. You play to your strengths and you have no reason to uh, add more work to your plate. And possibly you don't have the ability or interest um, to uh, speak or make videos. And it's just not that type of nonprofit. That was episode 23. Thank you, as always, for listening. The best place to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Look for David Fu, P-H-U, and of course my website, nonprofitvideocoms.ca for free resources, courses, and in-person training. See you next time.